Good afternoon and welcome to Revitalize 2020. I am your friend, I am your sister, I am your host and I'm your next step coach, Lulu Lincoln. Revitalize 2020 is your daily devotional companion, encouragement for modern Christian women. Just want to share what I believe. It's really important for me to make um, a declaration of faith each session because then it'll be really clear to you and remind me what I stand for and the context of which I'll be praying for you today and sharing the word of God as I'm led. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. I believe that he died and rose again. I believe that salvation through Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven and the only way to have eternal life. I believe that The Holy Spirit is God and Lord. I believe in the power of speaking in tongues. I believe in miracles. I believe in healing. And I believe that eternal life is available for everybody who chooses Jesus Christ as their personal saviour and Lord. Um, On that note, I'd like to share with you the prayer of salvation. I will say a line and then you repeat after me father you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son to die for our sins so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life your word says we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from you there is nothing we can do to earn salvation I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your son, the saviour of the world. I believe he died on the cross for me and bore all of my sins, paying the price for them. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive today. I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins and I ask you to forgive me. By faith, I receive Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Saviour. I believe that I am saved and will spend eternity with you. Thank you, Father. I'm so grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to the family, darling. Join your local church, get involved with what they're doing in the community, the worship team, Sunday school, outreach to the homeless, um, serving the poor in the community, welcoming people in with a smile, serving teas and coffees before and after the service. It's a wonderful thing to be a part of the body of Christ and I'm a privileged member of the body of Christ and if you don't have a home-based church, the Lincoln family are based at Maranatha Ministries which is in Clapham Common. That's South London. The postcode is SW40DE. So if you are in London or you're in South London, you're in the UK and you want somewhere to worship on a Sunday, um, feel free to make it your home church. Feel free to visit. We're there every week, um, Sunday at 10.30 and the service starts at 11. Tuesday from 7.30 for Bible study. Friday evening from 7.30 for an hour of visitation, prayer, 
and also delving deeper into the word. It's a fantastic church. My family and I have been there for for over a year and the senior pastors there are Dr. Reverend Friedrich Muir and um, Mrs. Constance Muir. Um, we'd love you to be there. If you head over to um, teachingmums.com, you can listen to this podcast. This podcast is being aired everywhere that podcasts are being shared. And if you're enjoying this um, encouragement and your spirits are lifted, please share with your with your friends. Please leave a review in the Apple iTunes review section. You can follow me on um, Spotify and on Anchor. And I just want to say a huge thank you to everybody who has um, either called me, sent me a WhatsApp or a text message to just give feedback and encouragement to pray for me to lift my family and I up, to just to love us and support us as we launch out for the Lord. I really appreciate it. So I just want to say thank you to you all know who you are and I really appreciate it. Just continue to share the word of God in, you know, the way that God has called you to. You're welcome to use Revitalize 2020 as a resource. Um, but if God has put on your heart to share something with his people, girl, go ahead and do it. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, um, let's pray and let's get into the word of God. Father, you're my friend and you are my hope. And I can't think of any better way to spend my life on this earth and my life in eternity apart from being with you. Father, I love you. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come and fill me again because I don't know anything um, outside of your your knowledge and outside of your will I don't know anything that's going to be enough to help people so I really really need you to step in and um, replace me with truth and with your word so that as I'm growing my sisters um, and their family members and friends who are listening in will also grow because you're not here to um, discourage us Holy Spirit you're here to challenge us to change us to correct us we are your people and you are our God. Have your way and particularly as I read the word, give me um, divine interpretation so that people would be alleviated. Be alleviated from the strain of life and from the things that hurt. Father, lift up um, the spirits of your women, your daughters now. And show me how to live a life in such a way that I'd be free from regret and live worthy, worthy according to my calling. We love you and we honour you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, um, as promised, here is part two of power, <laughs> the power of words. Um like I said, you know, there are lots of lots of women have been in touch um, to really encourage me. And I can't thank you enough because what encouragement does, it's like watering a plant. And when you water a plant, of course, it grows. So I feel really encouraged and really, really stirred on to keep sharing my heart with you. If it's not already clear, my full desire for you is to be born again. Number one, that's my number one priority to make sure listeners are born again and a part of the body of Christ. My second priority and the point of this podcast is to make sure you are connected to a local church. Now, you don't have to join mine, um, but we'd love you to, okay? But it has to be realistic for your family profile. It has to fit in with um, your walk with God 
and you have to be within some kind of reach, reachable distance to get to the services. Uh, Maranatha Ministries is live on Facebook on a Sunday from 11 o'clock. You can tune in there if you're not near enough to attend. But if you can't attend the, our home-based church, my goodness, baby girl, find a church. They're on every corner. My only encouragement is um, make sure that they're full of the Holy Spirit. You will know um, a church by its fruits, okay? And there needs to be freedom and liberty the, the, the Lord Jesus Christ must be preached. The Holy Spirit must be allowed to move and the Bible must be involved. I think you're pretty safe if those things are happening on a Sunday morning. Um, and um, I'd really, really encourage you to, yeah, to, get, to get involved with your local church, find out what they're doing in the community and get your hands dirty. So my number one priority and desire for you, salvation, Number two is encourage you to join your local church. Number number three, um, and I suppose it really should be number one because it holds them all together, is for you to draw closer to the Lord. But I think you need, you need all three. So number one, being born again is your number one priority in this, this earthly life because we don't know when our time will come. And once we're over onto the other side, it, it's just too late. It's, it's too late and I, and I get emotional thinking about people who have died that don't know Jesus and they, they are just where they are now, okay? They're not in the presence of God, which is, which is hell. So they're going to spend eternity without the presence of God. I mean, who wants that? Nobody. My goodness. Um, and joining your local church, I think, is the same thing I would say about um, any football fans out there. We are Man United fans in our house. Woo! Um, and you know, you support a team, you go to the games. That's all I'm going to say about that. And the third thing and the most important is building your relationship with the Lord for yourself, because, um, salvation is personal, but it's not private. When I was very, very young, my very, very first pastor, um, pastor Leslie Ball used to say that in the service that salvation is personal, but it's not private. And, um, it's true. It's absolutely 100% true. It's personal. You walk the walk, but it's not, it's not private. If you hear this podcast and your life has changed, um, please go and share the gospel with somebody. Get in touch with me. Um, you know how to get in touch with me. I'm, I'm on all the social media platforms. I just want to be here for you as you grow in the Lord to the point where you're so full of the word that you start to pour out to women around you. Those are my priorities and those are my interests and that's my motivation for being with you as often as I can through um, this, this show. So I'll give you the scriptures first. We only have six today because it's part two. Tomorrow we'll be looking at the mind. So I'll give you the scriptures. We'll go through them. We will pray and then we will wrap it up. The first scripture, Proverbs 18 verse 21. Proverbs 25, verse 11. Isaiah 50, verse 4. Matthew 12, verse 34 to 37. Ephesians 4, verse 29. And then 1 Peter 3, verse 10. So let's have a look. So you know, most of you probably will know Proverbs is in the, in the, in the Old Testament. So we'll go there first. I was just checking to see if I'd written these um, Bible verses down last week and I did. It just makes it easier for me to go back and forth if I have them written down somewhere else. 
If you don't already have your Bible in front of you, please get your Bible app out, your version app, that's the one that I use, or your actual Bible, um, because then you can make notes and you can, you can pray as we go along. But do have your Bible in front of you. Um, anybody listening whose first language is not English, hi, <laughs> um, I will read it to you also so that you're able to understand and um, hear the word of God. You're not limited by your um, by the things you cannot do. OK, God is bigger than everything and he has ways of getting the word to you. Whether um, you like it or not. <laughs> Okay, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, the power of words. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it for death or for life. Now, this is probably very familiar to you. People say death and life is in the power of the tongue. And, and it's 100% right, and I'll be really honest with you, 99% of the things I have now are things that I spoke into existence 10 years ago, good and bad. And I'm living proof of um, how powerful words can be and also how dangerous they can be. And I want to be reminded myself continually that my tongue can be used to bring death or life, especially as a mum, um, and a spouse, we have to be so careful what we say. And even if what we say is behind closed doors or under our breath, we could be responsible for ruining or building somebody's life up. And we will be held accountable for any idle words that we speak. Holy Spirit, would you come in now and allow us to speak life, help us to eat the fruit of life because we have sown life it's very hard, especially, I spoke to you briefly about um, God, um, the Holy Spirit working on me in terms of anger and helping me to deal with my temper and working on being even-tempered. And I, I've spoken in anger more times than I'd like to remember. And I have to be reminded daily that um, I have to speak life because whatever I say, I will have to pay the price for. And I don't want, I don't want that. You know, I don't, I don't want the Lord to, to, ah, how do I say this? I don't want the Lord to discipline me about things that I know I'm not supposed to be doing. How tired are you of saying to your children, please pick this up from the floor, and they know that it shouldn't be there. I mean, God is good because his patience never runs out. But as a human being, my patience can certainly run out, and it's something that, you know, God is developing in me. But I have to be careful with what I say, especially when I'm not feeling good or if I'm angry because... I'm sowing seeds and I want to be known for sowing seeds of life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Let's keep going. Proverbs 25 verse 11. Proverbs 25 verse 11. Oh, I love this. A word fitly spoken and in due season is like apples of gold in settings of silver. A word fitly spoken is just like a, a word spoken at the right time. And we mentioned this last week, you know, talking about, I'm just trying to think of what episode it was. We were looking, we spoke about worship, wisdom, walking in love, waiting on God in his timing, victory and trust. 
I think it was the walking in love episode, which would have been episode three. Sometimes you could be the reason um, somebody decides to come to church. You could be the reason that somebody decides to come to a family reunion. You could be the reason somebody decides not to end their life that night. So it's really important that our, our words are carefully weighted. And the Bible says, it says here that, you know, when a word is spoken at the right time, it's like an apple of gold in settings of silver, basically beautiful and priceless. And it's so hard to find. But I realised something that instead of going out to look for encouragement all the time, be the encourager. David said, you know, encourage yourself. You could be the encourager. Maybe you're feeling low. Maybe you woke up this morning and just thought, I cannot wash another plate. And you know what, hon? I know how that feels. But somebody needs you. Send someone a a heart emoji or or a hug or or call, or go and visit somebody, you are the reason that somebody may be alive today, you're the encourager, and I can guarantee you, if you are going around encouraging people, you'll be encouraged yourself, because the Bible says that he who brings refreshing to others, times of refreshing will come to him, and the Bible also says that, you know, comfort people with the comfort that you have been comforted with, and that's how I feel, I've been comforted in so many ways for so many years and loved by so many different people and generations and families and couples and you know really 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 loved and now I feel like I could just explode with the amount of love and the time and the amount of um, encouragement I, I, I can give to people you may never understand that but I think it's important for me to lift you up in the Lord because it's been done for me. I've had some hard days and people will just call, they will come round, they will text. You know, I I can't even begin to tell you the amount of things that people have done for my family and I over the years. Um, And for me, it just reminds me of how personable God is. He knows what you need and he will just send someone at the right time. But whilst you're waiting for your breakthrough, you know, go and encourage somebody Go and go and lift another mama up, um, hold somebody's hand, love somebody else, and I can guarantee you that the Lord will—he'll um, come through for you inevitably. That he, there's no way he cannot come through because that would be outside of his character. But whilst you're waiting, go and encourage somebody with your words. Amen. Okay, Isaiah 50 verse four. The servant of God says, the Lord has given me the tongue of a disciple and of one who is taught that I should know how to speak a word in season. Come on to him who is weary. He wakens me morning by morning. He wakens my ear to hear as a disciple, as one who is taught. That's you. (laughs) That is you. May our tongues be the tongues of disciples of one who is taught that we would know how to speak a word in season to him or her who is weary. The Lord wakens us morning by morning. He wakens our ears to hear as a disciple and one who is taught. Look at God. I I always want it to be said of, of me and my family and people that I know that that they spoke a word in season. Have you ever felt so low 
and you went to see someone or you called somebody, you went to a service or you listened to something and it was just what you needed. This is good medicine. The word of God is medicine. It's life to your mortal body. There's nothing that can fix you like the word can. And let me tell you something. Whatever it is, whatever it is that you need, there is nothing that God cannot do to help you. Honestly, I know that's a double negative, but I'm just trying to make the point that there's no need that you have that God won't meet. And I'm so encouraged and I'm so confident in the Lord that he will deliver you. Jehovah Shalom, your peace. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Sidkenu. Ah, Jehovah Sabaoth, listen, the Lord will deliver you right now, wherever you are. And I pray again that if words have been spoken over your life that have destroyed your confidence, that have destroyed your mind, that that has broken your heart, I pray now by the power of the Holy Spirit, the same spirit and the same power that raised Jesus from the dead would lift you up now, would lift you up to the point where you can go and love again. You can begin your life again. You can work again. You can, you can enjoy being yourself again. You can be completely free. May the Holy Spirit have his way in you and I that we would just have that liberty to be who we really are. Not hide. You don't have to hide anymore, baby. You don't have to hide anymore. Be yourself. May the Lord set you free now as you listen especially from words that have scarred you. Maybe someone said you'd never make it. It was a lie. It was a lie. Let's go, Matthew, into the New Testament. Matthew, chapter 12. Matthew, chapter 12. Um... Verse 34 to 37. You offspring of vipers, how can you speak good things when you are evil, wicked? For out of the fullness, the overflow, the superabundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The good man from his inner good treasure flings forth good things, and the evil man out of his inner evil storehouse flings forth evil things. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, men will have to give account for every idle, inoperative, non-working word they speak. For by your words you'll be justified and acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned and sentenced. (laughs) There's no two ways about it. Everything that we say, we will either be acquitted, and that is cleared, justified, or condemned. Now, for everything I've said before, I can repent for. And in fact, everything I'll ever do will always be um, nailed to the cross. And Jesus dying on the cross for me is all sufficient for every sin I'll ever commit. But I don't want to continue to sin. I don't want to continue to use vile words and evil words to put people down. 
I, I don't want to be condemned by the words that I speak. I want to be justified and acquitted. I want to give an account for the words that I use and make the Lord proud. And You know, some people are mute, which means they are incapable of speaking. There are people that can't speak because of a stroke, because of, of, of an illness, because of maybe because they, they were maybe born that way. And we have the power to speak. Let us use our power of speech effectively to bring more people into the kingdom of light. Let's keep going. Ephesians 4, verse 29. Here we go. Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, sorry, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as is fitting to the need and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace, God's favour to those who hear it. Yeah. Mm. No foul or polluting language. Polluting language could be harmful. It could be, it could be gossip. It could be a rumour. It could be trolling online. It could be bullying um, somebody with your words, making fun of someone, putting them down, bringing up their past. When you know, you know they made it out okay. Um, picking on them. It could be racism. But only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as is fitting to the need and the occasion, that it may be a blessing and give grace to those who hear it. We're supposed to be giving grace to people with our words. So the power of your words can kill and destroy, or the power of our words can bring grace, healing, opportunity, life, favour, blessing, we have so much privilege in being able to speak. I feel incredibly blessed to be able to share on a podcast how I feel about the Lord and what the Lord has shared with me and have people listening in. That's, that's a privilege. I don't take that lightly. And when people message me to say that they've been encouraged or they've been blessed, I feel like I've done maybe a tenth of what God has asked me to do. I still have so much more that I'd love to do for God. And this is just part of it. But using my words effectively is something that I take very, very seriously. And um, I want to continue to grow in grace so that I can encourage more people. And um, I want to encourage you now that as you seek God as your number one priority this year, he will not fail you. He can't. It's, it's impossible. But I take responsibility for the words I use. And I want to be a woman of grace and blessing and favour. Not just for myself or for my own benefit. But to the advancement of the kingdom. And building women up in the body of Christ. 1 Peter. 1 Peter, sorry. Chapter 3. Verse 10. 1st Peter chapter 3 verse 10 for let him who wants to enjoy life 
and see good days, good, whether apparent or not, keep his tongue free from evil and his lips from guile, that's um, deception and untruth, treachery and deceit. Mm. So what the Bible is saying here in the first book of Peter is that if you want to enjoy a good life and see good days, mm, keep your tongue from evil. So what I started off by saying is 99% of the things I have now, good and bad, not everything in our lives are going perfectly. You know, I do wake up in the middle of the night to pray sometimes um, because you've had some challenges to face over the past few years and um, God hasn't failed us and I don't believe he ever will. But that doesn't stop me from encouraging other people. But what I'm saying is 99% of the things I have now were sown by words and I'm eating the fruit of words that I spoke especially around my health I told myself every day I'm never going to feel better than this I'm always going to have this problem I'm always going to feel sick I always feel sick and even I'm always tired these are things I've been speaking over my life for a very I mean since I was probably a teenager actually and not even realizing how much I was destroying just destroying my health just through my words and now I've tried to stop telling people that I'm tired all the time because I'm not tired. I'm fine. I'm I'm absolutely fine. And I want to encourage you to redress what you say about yourself, because whatever you say today, you will have to eat at some point. So say things about yourself and about your children, and about your spouse, about your relatives that you want to see in them in the future. Maybe your children don't behave as well as you want. Speak life over them. Tell them who they will be from this day forward. Maybe you have a group of friends that are not for you. Cut them loose and ask God to make you the kind of friend that you want to have. I did that. And God has given me an incredible set of friends that money could not buy. Let's pray. Oh, Father, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed because I know that I make so many mistakes with the things I say daily. But your grace abounds. And your mercy, Father, encourages me to do better. I want to thank you for your word. Oh, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your word today, how it has enlightened me, how it has lifted my heart. I can just feel a huge load lifting from my shoulder and that is the breath of life, that is the Holy Spirit at work and I pray that for my sisters, my sisters who are listening, my mothers who are listening, great aunts, grandmothers, daughters, nieces, For the women who are listening in, Father, would you do for them what you're doing for me right now? Would you set them free the way you have set me free? And even now, Father God, I'm receiving your grace now where you're saying to me, Lou, (laughs) I know you and I made you. So there's nothing that you can do that I can't forgive. And I extend that grace to you now, my darling. There's nothing that you can do 
that will make God so angry that he, could, that he would stop loving you. It's impossible. Holy Spirit, move in us now. Have your tremendous and outstanding way in us. Have your way. 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 Holy Spirit, have your way in us that we would grow and we would become more like you. And when we speak, we would sound like you. And when we move and when we breathe and when we are living our day-to-day lives, help us to emulate you, Holy Spirit. That's your ultimate goal for us is to become perfect the way our Father in heaven is perfect because we were made in his image. And as you work in our hearts now, any woman out there listening at the sound of my voice, whatever breakthrough you're seeking, may the Lord grant you your heart's desire. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. I only come in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ because I have nothing of my own to offer you. But what I do have is peace. What I do have is joy, life and love. Gentleness, kindness, goodness, self-control, faithfulness. These are fruits of the Spirit. And may the Lord stir them up in you that you would live. You would live worthy according to your calling. We ask you for all of these things, Father, and for the protection. And for angels to surround our loved ones. That we would not, Father, be in any harm or danger, no sudden terror, no sudden shame or disappointment would come to us and our households. That our households would be saved, that you would preserve our lives, that we may live in your glory until the day you call us home. That we would not be snatched off this earth through premature death or illness or untimely accidents, Father. That we would not disqualify ourselves from the, the prize by going away and doing the things you asked us not to do, that we would wash ourselves daily in your word, that we would help to build the body of Christ, seal us in, hem us in, that we would live according to your ways. Holy Spirit, you are my God and my friend. Have your perfect way in us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Honey. Let's go out there and preach that gospel. Let's preach the gospel. Share the love of God with the people that you love and the people that you don't love. (laughs) I am your sister. I am your friend. I am your host. I am your next step coach. (laughs) I'm Lulu Lincoln and this episode of Revitalize 2020 Part 2, The Power of Words was brought to you by teachingmums.com. Have a wonderful day. I love you. Bye-bye.